You're listening to Redemption City Church. For more information, check us out at redemptioncitychurch.com. Redemption City Church. Happy Sunday to you all. I hope, I pray, and I trust that you're all doing well uh, this Sunday. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Patrick. I'm one of the elders here at RCC. Uh, I really want to welcome you to today, and I, I, I hope that you leave here feeling challenged, uh, refreshed, and renewed. And um, let's uh, let's start today's meeting just by praying. We'll kind of get into the specifics af- afterwards, but. We're here for Jesus. This is all about Jesus. So let's take it to Jesus. Um, So I'm going to pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you, Father, for this day. I thank you for these people. Father, I pray that right now that we can position our hearts before you, Father. We can let down our offenses, our burdens from the week, God, and just lay them at your feet. Um, Father, that you are holy, you are still on the throne, and God, we thank you, Father. We say thank you for all that you've done for us. God, may we be challenged today. God, may you just show up and help us uh, to receive the message, to receive your words. And God, I pray that your words flow through me, uh, Father, and and I say uh, what you need me to say. Father, help me to reach your people, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, family, again, it's good to be here with you today. Um, I want to talk about um, being the church. This is uh, part eight of our series. We've been talking about this for a few weeks now. Um, Everybody kind of had a different take and topic on uh, what the Holy Spirit has led them to talk about. Uh, Today, for me, uh, I want to challenge us with unity. And, you know, the, the, the sound of unity doesn't sound very challenging, but given the circumstances of today, given everything that's going on between the pandemic and racial injustices and it just a mixed bag uh, of things, there there's a lot of emotions going on. There's a lot out there right now in the world. Um, and gosh, family, I can't tell you um, just how saddened I am and just how hard it's been for me to watch how the church has been interacting in this time. And um, how the church can just be doing so much more. And don't get me wrong, it's not just about like what you're doing, but Jesus died for us. He died for us and he gave us a purpose and a call uh, for our lives. And it, it's such a step backwards um, in this season to see the church take a step backwards and uh, not being united in all the things that are going on. Um I just want to, again, I want to challenge us with unity today and what that looks like uh, as we are the church. Um, I'm going to open up with this scripture. It's Matthew 12, 25. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. I know you guys have heard that scripture before. But I, I really want to carry the weight of that into this, this meeting. Let's let's rehash that again. It says, And every city or household divided uh, divided against itself will not stand. And family, I, I must say, in this in this time with everything going on, I've realized that the church is a house divided, and we we are not standing tall. We are not standing together through this. Um 
I, I've seen so much um, between social media, just talking with people, um, just random people, um, and even just a young lady, let me real quick um, share this story with you. There was a, a young lady that I talked to recently who says that she has lost her faith due to the reason of the church, the way the church has been handling the things that have been going on. And as much as that, that's, that's crushed me in a sense, because we're, we're supposed to stand up. We're supposed to rise up. We're supposed to help people into unity, help people see Jesus. We're not supposed to be the reason people are falling away from Jesus. That's not what we're called to. That's a house divided against itself. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of emotions were sparked from that conversation with that young lady. And, um, I, it just made me realize as the church, where, where are we dropping the ball? And, you know, the answer is, is, um, we're, we're just not, we're not following Jesus. We're, we're not setting the example of Jesus and uh, not in this time. Uh, so let's, let's take a look. Um, let's take a look back and let's, uh, Let's talk about what is the church. Like I said, this series of being the church. What what is the church? Uh, I feel like in this time, a lot of Christians' understanding of the church, especially here in the Western Church in America, uh, is a little bit low. The ecclesiology um, is a little bit low. We we have an understanding that on Sundays we come together and uh, we we come into community, which is a beautiful thing. It's amazing. Community is what uh, what Jesus wants us to do. We come in and. We we drink coffee. We we have the lights, the worship, the the fancy preach, and all the things. And then we go home. And then there's the rest of the week and how we interact in our jobs, with, uh, just random people outside the grocery store, all all of the above. And uh, I think that's where we're kind of missing the point, uh, family. I think that's just where we need to take a step back and really evaluate what what is the church. What have we been called to do? Have we been called to show up on a Sunday and that be it? Or have we been called, especially in a time of this with, as you all know, there's there's the racial injustices going on. There's the pandemic going on. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of just hurts going on. And we need to rise above that. There has been sadly more disunity in the church, uh, especially here in America then there has been unity. And I, I, unfortunately, I've been seeing it all over the place. And family, please hear my heart. Um, hear me for what I'm saying and rather than what I'm not saying. This is not to point a finger. This is just to actually point a finger back to Jesus and say that's where we need to be. So um, let's go ahead and let's take a look at what I believe to the simplest, most stripped down form of what the church actually is. Matthew 18, 20. Uh, it says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Again, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. And wow, I, I feel like that's the most purest stripped down form of what the, the church actually is. I don't, uh, obviously there's more, but I don't think we need to, to really add more to that, that Jesus simply does want us to be in the community, but I, I believe more so than just on a Sunday. And I, I think we need to take that step back and ask, um, are, we really, are we really doing that in this time? Are we really coming together as a community or is this strictly just a Sunday business ordeal? Um, 
it, it's just been, like I've said, it's been very heartbreaking to see kind of where the churches have been um, on this, just whether it's personal people I know or uh, other things. Um, we've been so divided, like you're wrong because you think this way uh, or you're right because you agree with me. And there's just been so many quarrels and setbacks. And very simply, Jesus died for us in order for us to come together. The greatest thing I think uh, about the Bible, or I should say one of the greatest things, is that from the beginning of time in, in, until now, when Jesus had created everything, God had created everything, he created everything differently. He created the animals, the people, the trees, plants, everything differently. But everything worked in unity together for life. Um, it just has like, uh, for instance, how the ground, you know, it grows things so we can eat things from the ground. Um, it, it's in unity. It, like it feeds us. Everything's united. Uh, it might be a silly example, but it's kind of true. It, but it, it, it's all different. Just like the color of our skin, our, our difference of opinions and different things like that. Um, and here's the great thing. God created us all to be different. And that's great. He created us all very uniquely and in his image. But what he did not create us for is disunity in that. He didn't say your differences should drive you away from each other. He said your differences, basically, your differences should be beautiful and should unite you and make you one body within me. That was, that was God's intention for creation, not for us to, to, to fight amongst one another. And honestly, there's been a lot of disunity within the church just in history, in the, in the Bible, Jesus dealt with it on his walk as, as he was completing his, his mission uh, for God when he was placed on, in the world. Um, and I, I think there's plenty of examples of that. But let's, let's go ahead. I just want to read from Romans today. I want to touch base on um, just Paul's epistle to, to the Romans. It's, it's, uh, there's quite a lot of stuff packed into there, but just given the sheer uh, length of a lot of the stuff that he wrote, I'm just going to take a few examples of stuff that he has said there. Um, so go ahead, if you want to go ahead, turn with me to Romans 14.1. It says, Accept the ones whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. I think that's just so important. It's a very straightforward thing and a straightforward request. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. I think that's just where we're at right now. Our, our differences are driving us apart, but family, we need to come together and say, I accept you. I know we think differently. I know we eat differently. Maybe we look different, whatever the case may be, that's okay. We extend a hand and we say, I know it's okay. That's the beautiful thing. We can, we can disagree, but we can still be united in this thing. I just had this, this picture, uh, family, as I was praying over today's, uh, today's meeting, um, I saw just amongst everything in the chaos that's been going on uh, in the world and especially like here in America, um, I saw a man who was in a graveyard and he began to just dig and he was digging and digging. I'm like, why am I having this, this weird, you know, vision? And God just purely reminded me, came and reminded me and said that this was a, a symbolization, a picture of a man who was digging up him, his old self, that the self that he had died to when he gave himself to Christ, he had died, it was buried, but now he's digging it up. He, he's literally resorting back to the old self and the old ways. And just 
given the, the sheer weightiness of everything going on, we can't afford to do that. We can't afford to put Jesus over here and then go back and try to resort to things that weren't working in the first place. That's why we needed Jesus. That's why Jesus died um, for us to put that to bed, for us to, to, to leave that there. And that picture for me was symbolic to the idea that there's a lot of us that are digging up our old selves in order to try to handle things because it's a comfort zone for us. It's a place we know to look back to. It's, it's a place that we were for maybe for so long and that's all we knew. And um, we just haven't spent enough time with our father. We haven't spent enough time asking Jesus, what is it I need to do? Jesus, where do I need to be? Jesus, how am I supposed to be a light in this season? Instead, we box Jesus and then we dig up our old selves and we try to work in our own strength. And family, I, I, I've just been seeing it and it, it's so hard to watch because scripture has given us all the answers. Um, it, it's given us all the, all the things that we need and it, it's, it's pointing us, uh, us all back to Jesus. And I just know we can't afford anything else. We, we can't afford anything else, especially in this time. God has swung the door wide open. He swung the door wide open. Given the, the chaos and the uncertainty of this time, we can be certain that Jesus, and, and in scripture, God has said, um, I am the same uh, today, yesterday, uh, and tomorrow. Excuse me, I probably quoted that wrong, but you guys, you see the picture is that Jesus, God, he stays the same no matter what. And we can take heart in that. Let that sink in, that God will never change. The enemy be, may be on the prowl, trying to use this time for um, disunity, but God can unify us, but we have to take a step back. We have to look to the Father. We, we, we have to ask Jesus, Jesus, what are you doing in this time, Father? How can I play that, that role? Father, how can I step up? How can I stop pointing a finger and start um, pointing people to you? Family, that's where we need to stand. We need to stand unified together, no matter the differences. We need to say that's okay. I want to go on and keep reading um, Romans 14, uh, 10 through 12. So go ahead and we'll, we'll continue through that. It says, You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before the God's judgment seat. It is written, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. When I read that last part, each of us will give ourselves an account to God. I think about it, family. Like, I mean, for me personally, I'm so convicted. You know, I don't. I, I stand up here, humbled, family. I, I don't stand up here a perfect man or with all the answers. All I know is that I need Jesus, and I need Jesus to help push me in the right direction, to give me wisdom, to guide me, and I want to be able to give an account of of me pulling my brothers and sisters up, of me directing people to, to Jesus, me spreading the gospel. That should be our, our life's work, our mission. Uh, no matter where we are or where we stand or what we think, that, that should be our main focus, family. That's what's going to unite us. And that and ultimately, that's what's going to bring revival in this time and in this world when it's needed most. I, I, I just imagine on that day, um, being before uh, our heavenly father and you know uh, we all we all kind of have these visions of what heaven will be like but just standing before god and him 
him saying, well done, my good and faithful servant, for you've, you know, you, you ran the race and you've completed it. Um, I would hate to give an account on, you know, I, Jesus, I took some of the things that you have taught me, and but I needed to do this on my own. You know, I, I just, it, it's heartbreaking to see that that's exactly what's going on right now, where Jesus is only acceptable in the comfortable parts of our life. But when things get uncomfortable and we feel like, hey, you know, the Bible's not enough, what Jesus said is not enough, um, there's just disunity, total chaos in that. And um, the Bible goes on to say, uh, Romans 4, 14, 13 through 15, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any, uh, put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. I am convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person, it is unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not by, do not by your eating destroy someone from who Christ died. And I think family, wow, that paints such a great picture. Uh, to sum all that up, let, let's just look at it for what it is. Um, we can't afford to quarrel over, or fight over the little things or even the big things. God simply, the scripture is saying, he has called us. Don't, don't call us to unity. Don't, don't uh, trip up a brother or sister. Don't, just because they don't agree with you on something or they, they don't see eye to eye. Family, we, we have been called to much, much more, much more than this. Um, I just want to invite you to read scripture for what it really says and not take it for what it doesn't say. I, I think that's so important when we're reading the scriptures that we, we get these downloads from the Holy Spirit and we, we, we ask God, God, humble me. God, help me into, into repentance. Help me to see the error of my ways. Father, how am I tripping up a brother or sister? Instead, how, how, can, I, how can I help? How can I help advance your kingdom in your gospel? Especially, like I said, in a time like this. Uh, family, that, that that door is wide open, and I just don't, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it because we've been stuck in our ways, in our old ways, when God is literally opening that door for us to go out and be the church, the church that's unified, the church that loves, the church that he's called us um, to be. Um, I, I just want to remind us here that um, our battle even though it seems hard, our battle is literally, it's not with people, the flesh and blood. Uh, our battle is with the enemy. The enemy is taking this time. It's an opportunity, opportunity, it's an opportunity for the enemy to just waltz in, especially when we're super distracted with everything, to say, I, I got a handle on this and I'm gonna guide this person. Uh, the thing is, family, we can't let, we can't agree with the enemy. We can't let him be our stumbling block. We have to take the time. We have to look at the finished work of Christ. And we have to take Jesus' examples. We have to walk like Christ. We have to be unified, uh, family. And that, Jesus is our example. Jesus is how we're going to get this gospel out. And Jesus is ultimately going to be the healing points for everything that's going on in this world. Um, I also, I, I want to I go to uh, a scripture where Jesus prays. For unity amongst the believers. Uh, there's a, a nice long prayer in John 17. Um, 
Jesus uh, actually prays for his disciples, but he prays then for future believers as well. I want to read that prayer together. John 17, 20 through 23. Um, it says, I do not ask for these only, but also for those uh, who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you love me. Wow. And just what a what a beautiful prayer for unity and becoming one. Jesus literally prayed that prayer. And family, I, I just can't stress it enough. We need to we need to go back to the basics. We need to look back into history when the church began in the book of Acts and just what that looked like. I mean, there were disagreements, but but here we are. We have the perfect examples. Jesus died as the perfect example. And then in the New Testament, between all the scriptures that have been written up till uh, Revelations, um, there's all these examples of unity and what we're called to be doing. And family, we just, we can't miss the point in this this season. There There's just too much at stake. So unity, what is it? It's, it's one love and one body. When Jesus comes back, he's coming back for his bride. And he doesn't come back for a disunified bride. He comes back for a unified bride. And in, the, in this season, people, uh, in every season actually, people need to see that. People need to know that. So family, I urge you, everybody watching, I just urge you, let's band together. Let's stand together. Let's look to Jesus. Let's look to his perfect example, uh, the Father in heaven, oh, what the church is. Again, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. So family, I just urge you that, remember that next time we're, we're, we're out there and we're trying to point a finger or we're upset or some, about anything, um, there's a lot going on, like I said before. Um, but where two or three or more are gathered, there I am. Jesus says. So let's take that with us today. Let that be downloaded into our hearts. Instead of pointing the fingers, instead of uh, being mad because someone doesn't agree, why don't we just take the time to look to the Father and agree with the Father and let that be our guide into how uh, we move forward in these coming days and weeks, months, years, and for our lives. Family, we, we are the church. This is what we have been called to. So let's, let's do it well, and let's do it with right hearts uh, before God. And Jesus, Lord, I just, I just stand humbled uh, before you. I stand before you, Father, as a, a man who is flawed, um, a man who needs your wisdom, your guidance, Father. I just, I pray, and I know my brothers and sisters on the other end are praying as well, Father, that we need you in this season we need you um, to guide us, Father. We can't do this in our own way. We can't do this in our own strength. Father, we've tried for way too long. Father, I pray again that the church just drops drops its offenses, drops, drops what it's doing, and looks back to your perfect example. Jesus, we thank you for the, the blood you shed on the cross. Father, we thank you, God. Let, let not that sacrifice be in vain because of our differences. Father, I pray that this unity, I pray for a mass revival around this world. 
Father, you are Lord, you are on the throne, you are love, and you are the unity we need. God, you are our perfect example. Uh, so as we, we wrap this up uh, today, Father, I just pray for everybody who's burdened by the things going on in this world today. Father, that you comfort them, but yet you put them back on mission. You let them, you let them know um, where their light needs to be uh, shown, Father. Let their giftings be on high, Father. Let things be done for the greater good and in your name. Let heaven be on earth, Jesus. Jesus, we just love you, God. We love you. We thank you. And in your name, your holy name, we pray. Amen. Well, family, I, I appreciate you being here today. Um, you know, I, uh, I was asked to preach today, and it, for me, it was... It was a bit hard to kind of get this message together just because there's tons of examples in the Bible. And uh, I was really, I'm really relying on God um, to try to get this, to get this through. And um, it was just really weighing on my heart like most of yours um, with everything going on. And uh, I, I just wanted to come today and preach the unity and preach um, the example of Jesus. And today I hope this was a, a challenge for you. Uh, I hope you got something from this today and that we can leave here moving forward, um, really thinking about the things before we do them, really putting on that lens and filtering everything, our thoughts, our actions, everything through the lens of Jesus, that Jesus filter uh, family. So if you guys Moving forward, if you need prayer, please uh, just reach out to any one of the elders. We'd be happy to be uh, praying for you in this season, praying alongside of you. Um, don't forget to, we have an actual email where you can send any prayer requests that you would like. It'd be prayer at redemptioncity.com. So please send something there. Also, uh, just be checking in as well on social media for any updates and things on the church and as well as your emails. Again, thank you guys for joining me today. I look forward to seeing everybody in person. I know hopefully this is gonna be happening soon. We're, we're standing in faith uh, together. So love you guys. Thank you, please be well, be safe, and uh, continue to lift one another up. God bless.